Hey, 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 what's going on, everybody? It is your girl here, Shalane, with Hey, Did You Know? And I just want to say a quick thank you to everyone who's been listening to this podcast. Please check out the new website and the new Facebook page that I have going on, which is Hey, Did You Know? I can also be found on Instagram as well as Twitter right now. It's still Shalane Demarest, but I'm working on it. And of course, this podcast can be heard everywhere where podcasts are played. All right, so let's go ahead and get on with the show. Well, today is June 18th. It's a Thursday in 2020. And I, I want to take a moment and let's talk about these COVID numbers. Now, on a personal note, I live here in Longwood. I live in Seminole County, which is part of Central Florida. And what I wanted to take note of is the increased um amount of numbers that we just hear coming in ever since they've started to slowly but surely reopen the state. So let's talk about this, all right? Okay, so what I wanted to do before I get into these numbers, I wanted to go ahead and tell you about this one particular interactive map that I found on clickorlando.com. Now this particular map, what it does, it lists all the counties alphabetically and by zip code so whichever way is easiest for you to find this information they also have like little tabs along the bottom between regions demographic um gender non-residents residents i mean you name it they have it broke down and, inf- and all the information actually is calibrated from the Florida Department of Health CDC so i mean this is information that is legit and it's updated daily okay so without further ado let me go ahead and get into these numbers so we have Seminole County and of course I picked them first because that's the county I live in currently right now there are 876 cases Orange County 3,584 cases Osceola 892 cases Brevard County 650 cases Volusia County, 995 cases. Lake City, 552 cases. Now again, go on to clickorlando.com. I'm going to actually include that link in my blog, which actually goes onto my website as and as well onto my social media. So in case you, you know, you didn't quite get it, I'll list it. No worries. All right. So let's go ahead and backtrack a little bit as to what happened. Why? You know, why do we have these numbers? But, you know, before we get to the why, we got to get to the how. Right. So think about it. Back in March, this is when I I don't know about you guys, but I know here this is when Governor DeSantis was like, okay, everybody stay put. We are staying in the house. So everybody was in. That's when I know after, you know, a couple of weeks, I was like, I got to earn money because at the time I was still doing a lot of shooting back and forth in Georgia. So I filed for unemployment. But until then, I was working Instacart, which was that grocery delivering service and Uber Eats at the same time. Mind you, I'd had my PPE after, you know, every delivery, I would wipe up, change gloves, change mask, whatever. But if you remember toilet paper, right? Couldn't find toilet paper anywhere. You know, it was almost like the apocalypse, you know, the walking dead, because you had to go out, all right, going out for supplies. You know, um, there was that. There was wipes, 
you know, sanitizing wipes, non-existent. Hand sanitizers, forget it. Lysol, like where? <laughs> um, and masks and gloves. Those things were like almost non-existent. And whenever I would go and pull up, you know, my Instacart app and see what it is that, that was on their shopping list, you know, I, I'll be honest with you, my eyes kind of rolled like, oh man, because I knew I wasn't going to find these things. Occasionally at Costco or Sam's, I'd find like the big, you know, cases of toilet paper, but other than that, mm-mm. Nope. Uber Eats, you know, I did a lot of sh- lot of deliveries for Uber Eats. You know, people were not going out to the restaurants. They were ordering and then I would go and pick up their food and it was contactless because I wasn't exchanging any money. I'd wear my mask, wear my gloves, and all I did was pick up food and drop it off on their doorstep. Nine times out of 10, I didn't even see the person I was delivering to. Um, but then as this, you know, months roll by, people towards, the, I'm gonna say the end of April, we were what, getting anxious, you know, oh God, I can't can't wait for this to get over. I'm going stir crazy. We saw all kinds of videos on YouTube, people working out. I know I did it. <laughs> you know, I did. I admit it. And uh, just other creative things that they were doing at the house. Parents were, you know, homeschooling and just like, matter of fact, you guys will might I don't know. I mean, you may or may not still be doing virtual school. I don't know. It kind of sounds like to me you won't, but maybe the private schools will. I'm not sure. I will definitely do some more research about that. So we get to May 4th. Phase one goes into effect. Everyone's a little nervous about it, but at the same time relieved. So phase one goes into effect and that meant salons were open, barbershops were were opening, um, elective surgeries began to start um, getting scheduled. State parks were opening. So, you know, we had a taste of what life, you know, before the quarantine was like, but you know, unfortunately, people got a little taste and they got greedy. You know, kept complaining. You know, I want, I want to be able to get my tattoo. Or I, I want, I need to get my massage. Or I can't wait to go to the gym. And again, I admit it, I was one of them. I can't wait to go to the gym. I mean, I was still doing my own workout, but it was like I wanted to go to the gym. Um, but I wasn't protesting. Um, I, I remember I saw one news report that these people went to the state capitol and they're like doing burpees and push-ups and squats right there in front of the area. That was their protest. And I'm like, not smart because you're pre- you're basically showing them that you don't need a gym because you're doing it out in the street. So I don't know who thought that <laughs> was going to work, but epic fail. So then we get to phase two. And phase two, this is when the gyms start to open, but up to, and that's the key thing that I don't think a lot of people understood, up to 50%. Bars and restaurants, they, in phase one, they were allowed to have um, outside dining, but the tables had to be six feet apart and as well as indoor too, if they were, if they decided to open up. Again, up to 25%. Okay, up to that's the emphasis that I want to make. Some people were getting it, but you know, that's how it is. Um, With phase two, also, we had personal services businesses such as tattoo parlors, tanning salons, massage establishments. They were starting to be to slowly reopen again, but again, safe distancing had to be in place. And then this is where we're starting to see. I call it a cultural war, you know, I'm sorry, but that's how I see it, you know, and I won't get into it, this, the specifics, but that's how I saw it. You had the people who still wore masks and then you have the ones who are now rebelling. I don't want to wear a mask, wearing a mask. Well, 
I may not have it, but I could be estimic and I don't want to give it to the people who I love who might catch it, a.k.a. parents, infants, you know, people with um, uh, compromised immune systems, people who don't want to wear a mask. I can't breathe. It's my personal right. I'm, I'm a free citizen. And again, not getting political at all, but these are the comments. These are the responses that I'm hearing. Um, for example, Costco is one of those businesses that may get mandatory. It, there's a sign right up there up at the front and there's a person standing right there that says, before you come in, you have to wear a face covering. Now, you've got some people who are really upset at Costco and, you know, they vowed to drop their membership and they're not coming back and everything. And, you know, it's not the person's fault that's standing up there. It's the it's the business. You know, they they are, are like that. I know the place where I get my nails done. Same thing. They actually sell a mask. You know, they'll sell a mask. It's like four bucks, but you got to wear it before you come in here. And there's people upset with them, too. Well, you just lost business. Well, you know, and they're like, well, I guess we have. But we're not going to compromise health of our workers here and the others that are in the business. That's what we see here now. So with the phase three, you know, that's slowly but surely coming around, um, we're going to have we're going to see full capacity now of restaurants, bars, nightclubs, recreational businesses such as movie theaters and concert halls. I mean, it's going to be almost as if it was before the pandemic hit. Now, again, there's that little disclosure at the bottom. We're still supposed to be implementing social distancing and things like that. But I'll be honest with you. I don't see how they're going to be able to do that. I mean, they're really not even doing it now. I don't know about you, but I know there have been a couple cases at the Publix where I'm with my mother-in-law and I had to basically extend my arm out and away, like behind me, because they are literally like right behind me. And my mother-in-law is 83 years old. You know, I'm sorry. We're not going to, we're not going to do that. And by the way, they were not wearing masks. I don't know what to say, but I will say this in a... And it's it was the independent.com website that I saw, but I also saw I heard this on several different news um, reports as well. In the state of Florida, there are six businesses in Jacksonville, Florida. They are Tavern, The Wreck, Lynch's Irish Pub, The Wine Bar, Mellow Mushroom, and Graffiti Burger. Mind you, this is these are all in Jacksonville. They have been temporarily closed. Uh, because of the COVID, because they they have employees that have been reported positive and they are not going to have their businesses open and infect those that come in and patronize the business. So that's one, um, one case I wanted to talk about. And then two, there's one that's right here in Altamont Springs, which is about maybe 20 minutes from where I live. It's Kiwi's Pub and Grill. And I've actually been in there. It's, you know, it's, it's a, you know, it's a fun time, but it's not a very big, it's just, a, it's, again, it's a pub. So you gotta think about it. We've been in quarantine since, let me see, from May, no, take it back, March to May right? We've been in quarantine. You get the first little ounce of freedom. Yeah, we're going to go out. And what happens? You're not practicing, you know, if you're not practicing social distancing, you get out there and you kind of forget that there's something going on. And before you know it, you're positive. Memorial Day. How many reports did we see on the news of people that just were out there? They're all out on the beach. They're like, well, we're, we're just going to have a good time. And if it happens, it happens. And then now... 
we've got new cases. Some of it might be because of the fact that more people are being tested and that's how, but you know, you also have to think we are slowly but surely reopening. The state is reopening. Personally, I think it's a little soon to go into a phase three. I think it's a little soon to have the theme parks open because it's not just affecting people here in Florida, but the tourists are coming to Florida, right? We are considered, you know, a a tourist dream with all the theme parks that we have going on here between, between Disney, Universal, SeaWorld, Busch Gardens, fun spot for those who can't afford all that but I mean everyone comes here now you've got all these people and tell me I've read the practices of what they're going to do as far as like keeping everybody that attends the parks how they're going to do it as far as like social distancing and having all these hand sanitizer pumps stations all over the park and you have to wear a mask yeah that's what SeaWorld attempted to do but from what I saw the some of the stations that had the hand sanitizer like jugs they had a cap on so how are they supposed to get hand sanitizer from that gallon you know so I mean I I really don't know all that I can say is use your best judgment Um, again wash your hands try not to touch your face try to practice safe distancing because I'm here to tell you that I personally know of two people who contracted the virus and one of them didn't make it. So I personally feel that this is something that's not a fluke. It's not an attempt at the new world order or just crazy outlandish explanations as to why they don't feel this virus is real. You know, you, you're an adult, you have your mind, you, it's up to you to decide whether or not you're going to follow suit, but try to understand and think about this. It's not just about you. There's people that are around you. There's family members, there's friends that they may care about whether or not if they get, you know, contracted disease. So just, you know, just think about it. This, the COVID is not like the flu. I've heard that. I went to the 7-Eleven the other day and I, you know, I just had my little whatever and I'm standing in line and I'm, there's like this little little cluster of three men talking and they had their explanations and their personal beliefs as to why they don't wear a mask and why they don't feel it's real. And, and that's, that was the one thing that they said, they said, this is just like the flu. And I was like, wow, (laughs) I just couldn't believe it. You know, um, my good friend, Jenny showed me a picture of a person that laid in a hospital bed and they wheeled their bed outside for the last time to watch the sun set and all their, you know, their medical, you know, professionals were around them and they were like in complete PPE and it was like, you know, this is the last time and he just wanted to see it before they passed away because when you have COVID, you are in the hospital room alone. When the time comes when you pass away, no one is with you, no one is allowed to come and visit you. You will be by yourself. And that's what you have to kind of think about. I'm not here to scare you. I'm not here to paint a picture. I'm just giving you facts. That's all, that's all really that I just wanted, you know, to express to you. So, um, again, I'm just going to go ahead and wrap this up. I really thank everyone who's taken the time to listen, to write in, to comment. And, um, I really, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I can be heard here on Transistor FM, but I can also be heard on Google, iHeart, Apple, 
iHeartRadio, and again, any and all platforms where podcasts are played. I can also be found on Instagram, Facebook with Hey Did You Know, on Twitter, I'm still under my journalist page, Shalane Demarest, but I'm slowly but surely working on that. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Be safe, be careful, be blessed. Take care. Bye-bye.